This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, we haven't even pulled away from the drive-thru and you're already digging in the McDonald's bag. Aw, <laughs> babe, just a few. <laughs> All right, I guess I can't blame you. Pass me some, too. <laughs> the smells too good to get it all the way home meal. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's. And now your favorite spicy chicken McNuggets are back. Get a six-piece spicy or classic for just two bucks. Only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hey, it's Jay Zawoski. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I'm Fat Podcast. This last winter, I spent most of it writing a new book about the Chicago Blackhawks, and it's finally coming out on November 10th. It's called The Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the Chicago Blackhawks. If you're interested in picking up this book, you can get it at any traditional book retailer, but I encourage you to check out independent booksellers in your neighborhood or online. Go to bookshop.org or bookiesbookstores.com to order your copy of The Big 50, the men and moments that made the Chicago Blackhawks by me, Jay Zawoski, forward by two-time Stanley Cup champion Dave Bowen, out November 10th from Triumph Books. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. <laughs> Welcome in to another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. We are live on Hot Mike. He is Jay Zawoski. I am Rick Camp. And this is our monthly-ish live feedback episode. Ish is the right word. <laughs> it really is. Ish is so great because it just it covers everything. It covers all the mistakes slash things you forget. Yes, it does. It does. It covers all of it. So that's nice. We're glad to be here, though. Thanks, everybody, who's joined us here on Hot Mike. If you're listening to the traditional I'm Fat podcast, we always appreciate that as well. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at I'm Fat Pod. We're on Patreon at I'm Fat Pod. We've got a T Public shop. Check out the link in our bio for everything I'm Fat podcast. There's a big sale, by the way, going on for the Hot Mike folks. There's a big sale at T Public happening now through Saturday. So check that out and uh, save. You can get a mug like I got right here, the I'm Fat Podcast mug. That's sexy. I, I usually keep my pens and pencils in here, but I, I'm actually using it for water during this. And the thing is, like, of all the logos we have, I think for a mug, I yeah. think the Fry logo works the best. I have on the traditional logo on a T-shirt that I got a couple days ago. I'm wearing my uh, Prine Isbel election shirt uh, because my I'm Fat Podcast shirt is dirty. I have the fry shirt as well. Love nice. It. So, yeah, get yours at RT Public Shop. You will enjoy it. We got a lot to get to. Uh, got a lot of questions. If you have a question, go ahead and fire it off in the uh, chat section because it's going to be mostly chat questions. But, Rick, mm-hmm. I've got a report for you on something we've talked about on the podcast before. Okay. I finally tried Jersey Mike's Philly. 
I had had a Jersey Mike's the day before, and then Addie on Wednesday, our night together for dinner, she wanted Jersey Mike's. I'm like, I don't want the same thing twice. So I got the Philly. I actually got the Big Kahuna. Okay. Which is extra white American cheese, um, jalapenos, mushrooms, and onions. So I went no mushrooms and easy on the onions. Good. Dude. Good call. Pretty solid. It yeah. was really good. It was really good. I, I I enjoyed it a lot. So that will be add that to the Jersey Mike's rotation because I find when I go to a sandwich shop, be it Jimmy John's or wherever, I kind of have a go to. Yep. It's nice to have another option. And I like that now at Jersey Mike's, I have the hot and the cold option. Big fan. Yeah, I really like their Philly. It's just any place that takes the time to have the high quality of ingredient, no matter what it is, it gives them so much wiggle room to you know, have even some odd combinations, not that Philly's an odd combination, but you know, if the quality of ingredient is there, then it makes everything else easier. So the fact that Jersey Mike's puts the quality into their ingredients, I know we all really appreciate. So yeah, so top notch to them because like the Italian, the, the 13 is fantastic. That's always there for you. The Philly is there for you there. Um, the chicken filiaki is very good as well. So, is that teriyaki chicken Philly? Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. I remember when um before Jersey Mike's like really was everywhere and it was only at a few places in this area when I was working at the uh, Illinois Media School all the time. I think it was like either before I got the job at the score or whatever. We would go that was one of our lunch rotation options and a couple a couple of the guys would always get that chicken filiaki. I'm not the biggest teriyaki guy in the world, but Neither sometimes, am I. sometimes it's just the right taste and it's something you kind of crave. And then one of those things where if you don't have it, you have to have it. And then once you have it, the reset button is hit. It's like White Castle. Yes. They, the fact that they call it the crave is so accurate because mm-hmm. you're like, damn it, I have you just get a taste and you have it. You're like, all right, I'm good for three months. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like I have a, I have a White Castle within a mile of me. It's right down the street. And it's, I've been in this place for not quite a year and a half. And I think I've gone to White Castle a handful of times. Yeah. And that's enough. Mm-hmm. You don't need it all the time. It, and it's always no. good. I'm always satisfied by it, but eh, there's so many better options. There really are. I mean, you know, we got to, you can't say that too loudly because, you know, we have a reputation to uphold, but <laughs> you know, oh, with you bringing up Jersey Mike's there's another sandwich shop I need to bring up that we've talked about on the podcast shouts to my guy, Kevin at Penn station, which if you don't know where Penn station is, I think it's technically considered Oak Brook. It's on 22nd street, uh, right across the street from like the Dick's sporting goods. I don't know if that's Butterfield or 22nd street at that point, whatever it's right there. Uh, he is an avid listener of the podcast and I walk in there yesterday because I had a craving for my grilled Italian sub. And while I'm waiting to get the sub because they're, you know, making the fries fresh and everything and the thing's getting grilled. Oh, he, he walks up to me and he's like, Hey, I was listening to a podcast and heard that you'd had problems finding this. So he hands me yeah the, the share size <laughs> nice. 100 grand and shocking to nobody it's gone it's gone yeah. <laughs> so big ups to kevin who said there's a guy that owns i think he said it's an amico uh gas station by him that is like a traditionalist when it comes to candy so instead of having like seven varieties of kit kat or reese's 
He has one variety of everything, but he has like everything. I so like that. Great. That's a good strategy. Speaking of open packages, uh, I talked about it on the last podcast. Where are we Sorry. going with this? Um, yeah. Uh, I talked about the packs of hockey cards I purchased for everybody who bought my book. Yes. So here is the 1990 Topps Wax Pack. Well, the cards are gone, but the gum is still here. Do it. <laughs> Do I eat 30-year-old gum on Do the Do it. This gum probably has gray hair. I mean, it's younger right. than both of us. It doesn't go bad, right? Right, let's let's find out. Yeah. I'm gonna crunch right into the mic. ASMR here. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Was that the gum of your tooth? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's nothing. It doesn't taste bad. It just is not gum anymore. Yeah, like it's even just like even with moisture. No, no. You, I couldn't chew this if I wanted to. That's like a pixie stick at this point. That was terrifying sounding. <laughs> well, it's, it's bubblegum brittle. Not, not good. good. No, no. W- w- would not recommend. Thirty-year-old gum from a wax pack. So now you, which sucks. The day you buy the pack in 1990, it's bad. <laughs> so now you have to finish the experiment by swallowing the gum and seeing how the back end works too, right? Oh. I'll get back to you. <laughs> Also, another great view of that I'm Fat podcast mug. <laughs> Needed. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> something that I did today. I, I forget who it was that recommended it to me because I posted on Twitter at Rixie Camp that I was watching, and I mentioned on the podcast last week, the uh, American Barbecue Showdown and how great that was. We started watching that. Isn't it, isn't it good? Like, it's My just, guy. My favorite guy, the first episode. Gone. Because oh, he undercooked that, shotgun that, or whatever his name was. Yeah, that was your guy? That was my guy with the undercooked ribs. He's yeah. like, I'm going for like 120. They're like, you're well, going to die if you eat that, sir. Right. Well, and, and isn't it true how um, Melissa, was it Melissa Cookston? I think that's her name. Yes. She just like the, how she can be like to you. She can't hide her expression, but she'll say, right. oh, that sounds great. Three steps away. He screwed. Yeah, he's screwed. It's but, over. So there was so there was that, and I forget who it was that recommended to me to then check out Chef's Table Barbecue. Oh. And I watched the first episode this morning. I was not expecting, I wasn't prepared for this. Like, I feel like this was the most blindsided I've been emotionally <laughs> what on on anything since since I watched up the for the first time when I had minimal context of how how awful the beginning of up is so this was really profiling i forget her last name but she goes by miss they call her miss tootsie and essentially she'd been in this one neighborhood for this one town for basically her entire life and she is now the pit master for snow's barbecue which is like you know one of the big boy barbecue places in texas and how she got from just like her like extremely humble beginnings to being the person and like the face of Snow's barbecue and how emotional it was in terms of uh, her relationship with her husband and then through the barbecue, uh, you know, reconnecting with her son and then everybody dies at some point and just like 
I wasn't I mean, ready uh, for that at like 9 a.m. I wasn't ready to be tearing up at 9 this morning. I just wasn't prepared. <laughs> it, I mean, it's fantastic. So everybody needs to watch it. But I was not ready for that. No, that's the emotional slap. In the face. And you compared it to Up. Very similar. Like, oh, I'm going to go see a Pixar movie. And why am I sobbing? Yes. Why do I care more about these two old people? 10 minutes into this movie than I care about anyone in my life. Right. How, did, how did they do that? Like, I'd surely sacrifice my aunt if these two don't die. Oh, my God. Yeah. Th- oh, my God. That's a, all right. Good. Thanks for the warning. I appreciate it because I would not have. I would just gone to that. Like, let's, let's make some barbecue. Yeah. You know, but oof, yeah, right. it's, I, I like it. But I, I like that stuff. Yeah. But, it's very it's very much using barbecue as a vehicle to learn about people, which is awesome. So I I highly, highly recommend it. Oh, I got, okay. I got one more thing because I know we got questions we got to get to. I'm not seeing I got one more thing too. Okay. I'm not seeing enough questions in the chat, by the way. So start start firing those off. But uh, I tried my my prep lunch today for this was I went to a place that I've been meaning to go to. Uh, I forget if I mentioned it last podcast or not. I don't know. My memory sucks. Strats. It's like a Vienna beef place. I don't think you mentioned that. Okay. So last the first time I went, which I think was this past Sunday, maybe Saturday. I don't know. Either way, it might have been Saturday night. Uh, I had just jumbo dog fries and a drink, and it was really, really good. They actually like not a full on slice open their dogs, but they you know kind of a like a forty five degree angle slice. Oh, nice. So yeah, really good in that regard. Are they charred like a char dog? right on the verge of it not quite charred but right on the edge of it uh and then this time today i saw they have they have pastrami so i got the pastrami nice and it was fantastic let me i mean it's really hard to screw up pastrami but my god was that good i missed it well Addie had her first pastrami experience when we went to bergstein's by us um because she wanted She's unfamiliar, so she's not going to try new stuff just blind, right? Because she wanted to try. We were watching uh, Chef Show mm-hmm. with uh, John Favreau and um, Chef Roy, and they went to a Jewish deli, and they were making matzo ball soup. I'm like, you got to try matzo ball soup. It's really good. She was not impressed. She's like, it's just chicken soup. I'm like, yeah, but it's good. Anyway, she got a chicken parm sandwich. I got the BNY. Kind of with her, by is, the way. It, I just, it's comforting to me. I know it's sure. not like... I wouldn't get out of bed for it, but it's delicious to mm-hmm. me. Um, but the BNY is pastrami, corned beef, and brisket all in one sandwich. I'm like, Addie, you have to try this. You've got to try the pastrami. And she took a bite, and her like her eyes lit up, and she's like, what's that? I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is the world. I- I'll give her credit. For a 10-year-old kid, she will t- she'll try everything. That's good. She-, she tried sushi for the first time the other day. Um, and now she's trying like whatever we whatever we put in front of her, she will sample. Okay. Sometimes she'll take like a little like a like a little nibble just to be safe, but she loved the pastrami, which is good. All right. Before we get to Ask a Fats, had an experience yesterday. Maybe you saw it. I was on WGN TV uh, on their GN sports show last mm-hmm. night at 1030. So I had to do the uh interview via Zoom with Dan Roan. So I'm getting set up <laughs> and I use my phone zoom. Because it's got a better camera than yeah. my laptop. So I'm trying to like position the thing right, like making sure my head looks appropriately Sized. not gigantic. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> so the fear of first of all, I had to find nice clothes for the first time in seven months, probably longer than that actually. 
Uh, I think I packed some nice clothes for Scorehouse, but I didn't actually wear them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I find like a button-down shirt that's all wrinkled. So I got to find a sweater to go over that, or a sweater to go over that. My collar's all weird, and then the fear of like, okay, here it comes. I'm about to see myself on TV, and boy howdy, was my head enormous. <laughs> It's like, Jesus, did they put a head filter on me that just it was like a Snapchat filter where my head just like expanded gigantically. Like, nope, that's uh, that's what your head looks like. You were like, great. You were like big cat with a picture of Joe Buck. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my Lord. It was embarrassing. But hey, you know what? I think it's just what I look like. Mm -hmm. And I don't really realize what I look like uh, until I see it the way other people do. By the way, uh, Joe Cromwell in the chat says that his kids say. They're not as fat as we are not as fat as they expected us to be. So thank you. Um, <laughs> I I understand it for Jay because like there's actually a jawline to Jay. But for me, maybe it's because the microphone's in the way. OK, hold on a sec. There's not a jawline there. There's I mean, <laughs> I'm supposed to shave along the jawline. I did that once in hopes I'd never do that again. Yeah. So <laughs> I uh, yeah, I don't know how you get that from me, but. I'll take it. Hey, thank you. We'll take the compliment. All right. It's time for Ask a Fats, but first, got to whip out the Squatch. Listen, if you've not joined Squatch Nation yet, you are missing out. This is the cool, fresh aloe. Mm-hmm. This is the goat of the Dr. Squatch soap family. There's so many good ones. There's a new one coming out, Drunken Pumpkin. It's actually out now. It is on its way to my house. So by the time we do the next I'm Fat podcast, I'll have a full review. But go to DrSquatch.com. Use that promo code I'm fat when you check out. You'll save 20% on your order and help the podcast. The Cool Fresh Aloe, the Pine Tar, the um, Spearmint Basil is one Rick really likes, uh, the Deep Sea Goat's Milk. There's so many good and different scents. If you go in the top right corner there, you're going to see the Squatch Quiz. That'll sort of help you find exactly what you need for your skin, the kind of scent you're looking for, all that stuff. Subscribe to Squatch Nation, DrSquatch.com. Promo code I'm fat. You'll save on your order, but I'm telling you with your first order, you've promo got to code go. I'm the... fat 20. I'm fat 20. Thank you. Yes. Promo code. I'm fat 20. That promo code has changed. Um, yeah. I'm fat 20. Got to get the cool fresh aloe. It's the best scent. And pro tip, since you're investing in good soap and quality premium soap, get yourself that soap saver. It will make your investment last three or four times longer than if you just rested on your sill there mm-hmm. of your tub or your shower. So drsquatch.com. Promo code I'm fat 20 introducing Xfinity's breakthrough Wi-Fi speed now faster than a gig. And with X one, you get access to live TV and top streaming apps upgrade today. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. Not guaranteed. Requires compatible X by gateway. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Hmm. That's very good. I'll just take one more just to be sure. Yep. Still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm, yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. All right, let's look in the chat for some questions. I got let's a bunch see. here saved from our Facebook too. Okay, so let's first go to let's first go to Benjamin who asks, "I'm eating pizza right now from Frangella's. 
What is your favorite non-conventional pizza place? Oh, I like that question. Yeah. So, like, where do you get? Okay, this is not my favorite, but top of my head, Bona Beef. Bona okay. has really good individual pizzas. Um, they're about maybe six to eight inches, thin crust, nice crispy crust, lots of... Because uh, sometimes when you get these non-traditional pizza places, they sort of half-ass it, like the sauce isn't great or yeah. not real flavorful. At Bona, the sausage has got a lot of fennel in it, lots of oregano in the sauce. That's really good. I don't know if this counts. Grisano's in... It's either Oakland or Burbank. It's like right on the border. They're famous for their giant pizza puffs. I guess that counts as a pizza place, though, so that's not going to count. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Bona, and then there's a place on the south side that if you're from the Mount Greenwood area, Oklahoma, wherever that whole area, mm-hmm. you'll know S&T. They sell the pizza setups. They're just a deli, but you can go in there, and you can buy the crust, and you buy the sauce, and you buy the cheese all individually set up, and then you have a pizza-making party. Usually, those are kind of average. S&T's is excellent, hmm. so a little bit. I mean, it is a pizza that they pre-made for you, but you have to do the work and cook it. It's delicious. I think mine, I mean, the place doesn't exist anymore, RIP, but I, I've mentioned a few times my Vienna Beef Sand Happy House, and I'm counting them because it's how good their pizza puff was. Okay. So that's 100% my place because, like, when I, especially growing up, I would get the I would get the pizza puff more often than the dogs. So... To me, that that absolutely counts because of just the sheer volume of the amount of times I've gotten it and just how good. Like, I don't know what, like, wh- how their pizza puff differed, but it was just better than other pizza puffs I could find. Well, so the one at Grisano's that I'm talking about, this is basically like the size of a horse's lung. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you. It's like this. And yeah. like this, and it's soft, sweet dough. It's not like your traditional, like, in the little bag, crunchy, crunchy pizza puff. This is like a giant sack of pizza. It's Ooh. insane. You will definitely die if you have too many of them, but they're really, really good. All right. Yeah. Uh, th- this question uh, got my attention because it's something I've noticed and have not mentioned to you, Rick, yet. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you agree. This is from James. Is it just me, or does it seem like chocolate on candy bars melts faster than it used to? I bought a Kit Kat at the gas station the other day, and it was already starting to melt by the time I got to my car. I 100% agree. I have nothing factual to back this up, but anecdotally, I 100% agree. Maybe it's global warming. That could also be it, (laughs) that the actual default temperature is just higher. So that temperature, when you're walking from the gas station out to your car is actually hotter than it used to be so maybe not maybe it's the world around us but who knows that could be fake news i'm not 100 percent <laughs> sure at this point but i but i definitely think I, i'm on board with this i do think that something's changed in the formula where it is definitely melting faster i agree and, and see i thought you might not notice this because i noticed it the most on reese's peanut butter cups Okay. Like, if you buy them in a store, and I'd say, like, you open it immediately, there's going to be a little bit on your fingers of chocolate when you're done. Hmm. And I know you don't eat those. so But I've noticed that with a lot of candy bars lately, that as soon as you open it, it's a little bit melted to the point where it's, like, liquid. I wonder what that is. It's got to be some sort of, like, we talked about with the um, last week with the Twinkies and stuff, how it's not as, and we also talked about this with KFC when they stop with the trans fats and all those things. Mm-hmm. 
they had to change the formulas and maybe that's the situation. I don't know. It's weird. All right. This one from Matt should be a quick one. Uh, fellow fat here would love to know how you guys fatten up your Starbucks order. Oh, uh, I just don't go to Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Uh, mine is I don't actively go to Starbucks, but if someone else is going, then uh, all I get is a vanilla bean because I don't like coffee. Yeah. So I need. To, well, if you, the real answer is any sort of frappuccino you want, it's not going to be fattening. I mean, you always just say whipped cream. You get extra whipped cream or like sure. the chocolate nibs, but it's the sugar. Most things at Starbucks, aside from just black coffee, is really sugary. So that'll that'll hmm. take care of you. You'll lose a foot. You'll yeah. be fine. Still got another one. That's why they make two. <laughs> yeah. That's why there's two. All right. This one is from Mary. This is more of a thought than a question. Okay. She says, cool ranch Doritos powder. It could be the new everything bagel seasoning thoughts. My thoughts are yes. Okay. That's one like one thing with ranch in it that within the name that I will go for. So I don't know that there's a bad use for that either. Yeah, no, I I wondered. So is it just a seasoning or could you take a bunch of Cool Ranch Doritos, grind them up mm-hmm. in full form into some sort of fine powder and use that as a seasoning? See that? Interesting. I think that could work. I mean, the powder would be great, too. But I think even adding the element of the chip itself, sure. like think about that sprinkled on a baked potato. How good would that be? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of possibilities there. Mary, I like where your head's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I want to go with one of them that I saved. I forget if, where this one's from, but uh, from Tim, what is your, and we can do either top five or top 10 for the sake of time, top five slash 10 Halloween candies. Like when you open your bag or when you see what the per, what the house is giving you, you're like, let's go. All right. Let's do five. Yes. I'm going to rate my five. Okay. And I'm going to, uh, then I will in real time. Yes. Rank them. Um, okay. All right. All right. Okay. I, right, I wrote down it. a I'm bunch. Ready. I wrote down, <laughs> I wrote down 10 options just in case we did 10. So I'm circling my five. I'm going to have to rank mine on the fly too. All right. Well, I'll tell you, here's okay. the truth. And I, I fully acknowledge that this is not the best candy bar. But for some reason, it's my favorite. I think part of it is nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Part of it's the packaging. When my child dumps out her candy bag, I'm taking all the three musketeers. Interesting. Very I old manish of you. I know. They're just good. And that seems to be my go-to when I'm in the checkout line and I need that little hit of chocolate. That's the one I go for. Um, I know it's not the best. I know people are going to shame me for that pick. But for whatever reason, there's a soft spot in my heart for three musketeers. So that's my number one. You're one of ones. Oh, I I wasn't paying enough attention. I thought you were going I'm just five saying, to no, one. No, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying if you're dumping out the bag, yeah, that's, that's the first thing I'm going for. Okay. I'm I'm identifying those like yes. like Terminator vision. Yes. And I'm going to find them all and grab them all. Okay. I have a judgment call here. Right. Do do we consider is in terms of for Halloween is a hundred grand uh, prevalent enough to really count? Sure. It's our okay. podcast. We do what we want. Okay. Well, then, I mean, just like <laughs> many things with chocolate bars, my number one is the 100 grand bar. Not necessarily the share size like I'm holding up right now, but if, if I see a fun size or, or regular size, God forbid, because, you know, like when I was growing up, a lot of times we would trick or treat in my grandma's neighborhood in Naperville. 
So there were some houses where they actually had cool people where they were giving out regular size candy <laughs> bars and those people were the best. So that's, that's my one. Uh, I'll just kind of serpentine it here. Give my, my two would be Skittles. I'm just, I'm, uh, just yeah. a, I'm just a sucker for Skittles. You're a Skittles guy. That's when I see Skittles, I think of you, Rick, that's a good pick. Um, now I'm also thinking in a mindset again, this is specifically Halloween. This is specifically bag dumped on the floor. Mm-hmm. Butterfinger number two. I know you're out on Butterfinger, sure, but that's another one where I'm like, that's something I don't have enough and I want it and I'm taking it. Sorry, child. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the tax for taking them around. Dad tax. Dad. <laughs> the greatest thing ever invented. All right. My number three is very Halloween specific. Uh, the caramel apple pop. Oh, those are good. Yeah. With the just thick caramel dipped on them. Yep. Was- it's it's just ignorant as hell. And you pray that <laughs> you just pray that it doesn't get like stuck on, you know, on a filling or, or anything in your mouth. So that because yeah. it's awful when you like try and when there's a little bit of extra caramel off the edge of the actual like apple pop on it yeah and you just hope that when you try and bite that little bit off it doesn't get like wedged into a tooth that's it 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 tastes so good but it's dangerous oh no doubt about that and i i want to give props that is a there's not a lot of products like that we talk about how like hollywood lacks innovation and sometimes food places lack innovation i don't know how long those have been around but for the guy who was like, let's just actually dip this in actual caramel and sell it that way. Yes. That's ingenious. And it's great. And everybody loves it. And what's good about those is they last forever. Right. Like if I, even if I'm having like a Tootsie Pop, I'm like two, three bites and I'm done. I'm like, I just want to get to the thing right away. Mm-hmm. Um, with these, you have to work at it. And I, I like that. It's like a dog with like a Kong. Yeah, that's, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. Me with, that's me with the caramel apple popsicle. Is, is there any doubt that, that the guy that thought of that's drink of choice is Maker's Mark? No, there is zero doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have a next one? Are we doing snaky or did you do two already? Uh, I did one. Okay. My next one's Twix. It's caramel. It's chocolate. Yeah. And it's got some crunch. Can't argue. No argument there. Uh, I'm going to go for the little... Haribo bags. They look like uh, like condom wrapper size bags of gummy <laughs> yes. bears. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, I could just go buy a three dollar bag of gummy bears that's like maybe a pound and be good. But for whatever reason, maybe it's the scarcity of those and how rarely people hand them out on Halloween. Mm-hmm. But when I see those little tiny gummy bear bags, I'm going for those. And then give me the good old fashioned Crunch Bar, Nestle Crunch Big or fan. Crackle. I see a lot. Of, that's the only time I see Crackle is on Halloween and like it's basically the same thing. I think the only thing is the the rice that they use in Crackle is a little longer. It's a longer crackle rice. Is Hershey's, right? I believe so. Cuz it comes with uh so I'm trying to think that comes in like the variety bag. Yeah, cuz it comes yeah. with Hershey and Mr. Goodbar mm-hmm. and Crackle. That's like the yes. the trio underrated Crackle. I agree. I, like it, I think it's the only reason I prefer crunch is because like, like I said, the rice is just that little bit longer in yeah. the, in the crackle, which for some reason, if I guess if I'm forced to choose, it doesn't really matter. But like, if I'm forced to choose, I will choose uh, just a traditional crunch bar, but crackle is like 95% of what a crunch bar is. Have you ever seen a crackle in the wild? 
Like when you go to check out at a store, have you seen a crackle in the candy rack? I don't think I've ever seen that. Crackle in the Wild is uh, also one of my favorite Netflix shows. (laughs) But but I think I hmm, have I I have in like a specialty candy shop down the street down the street from me. There's actually like a candy and ice cream shop. It's more it's closer to like a penny candy store type feel. Okay, so I've seen it over there. But other than that, not really. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen one. Maybe there's kind of like the wrapper isn't super appealing, but we were in Scorehouse uh, before the world shut down. That they feels like, like a, five years ago. I know. They have like a little movie theater in the house and they had outside of it candy jars and they had the three, the variety of Hershey's, oh. Good Bar and Crackle. And every time I walk by, I grab two of them. Nice. And Crackle are great. No doubt. All right. So la- I get the last pick on my end. I'm just going Snickers because... As far as like you talk about everything you need in a candy bar, mm-hmm. that's it. Snickers is great. Yeah, uh, my fifth because I hadn't given it. I don't know if I messed up oh, or what. Sorry. Is a uh, Starburst, and the only reason it's down at five is because of the extra work you have to do on taking the wrapper off. Yeah, taking the wrapper off. <sighs> Still great scam. though. What a scam. Well, then, especially <laughs> if you like open it up, and then I know we differ on which which ones we like the most. But if I open it up, and then it's like two oranges, I'm like. <sighs> Really? Like, there's so... The I w- disgust. The disgust in your face. <laughs> the oranges are just, eh. Like, uh, give me the red. Give me the pink. Give me the yellow. Like, any of the... Give me any of it over the orange. The orange is wow. just... Mm. Yeah. But it's healthy. It's a fruit. Uh, Russ is yelling fair. at me for leaving peanut butter cups on the board. Fair. That's fair. But, you know, those uh, those butterfingers are few and far between, and that, that handles the peanut butter thing for me. Uh, speaking of candy like that... Every time I go to my mom's house, she tries to kill me with food. Nice. Um, and she gave me a Halloween bag of Mallow cups. Have you ever seen Mallow cups? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it, like, it's it's essentially a Reese's cup just with marshmallow instead of peanut butter. And there's a third ingredient that I had forgotten about. Is there coconut? I, oh, there's coconut in the chocolate above the marshmallow. Now here's the thing. Typically, I don't like that because I don't like the texture, mm-hmm. but this kind of worked because it was subtle. It wasn't a lot, okay. and it wasn't like, you know, when you have a, um, what is the, mounds? Yeah, Common mounds, joy, whatever. same yeah, thing. Same thing, right. Uh, th- it gets real like, and I, I hate that texture. <laughs> it didn't have, that was good for the hot mic people. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> it, 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 the Molo Cup. Did not have that sensation with the coconut. It was just a subtle taste to it, which I kind of appreciated because I like the taste of coconut. It's the texture I don't like. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about it, too, was the absolute old school packaging of Malo Cup. Like yeah. in 1953, they're like, we've got it forever. This is the label. <laughs> we're never changing it. We're never adapting it. And I, I don't know. I kind of like that. It looks cool. They were good. They're very delicious. Uh, we've got a couple hot takes from Uh-oh. our guy Brian Leonard in the chat. Orange Starbursts are his favorite. I'm sorry, Brian. Thank you for listening, but you're wrong. Uh, and, and He's not wrong about his favorite. That's his favorite. He can't be wrong about it. Well, yeah, that's true. His taste buds are wrong. And then two, Whoppers are his number one Halloween candy. The only reason I push against that is because even though I love Whoppers is they still need just a little more chocolate just to be perfect for me to be like in that top tier territory you got to have a little more chocolate on them. I'm not saying like the ignorant amount that you'll get at like a chocolate shop, which God, those are 
I'll take that. Amazing. Though. Oh yeah. yeah. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. The malted milk balls from Graham's in Geneva are out of this world. So if you're ever by there, you know, third street, head over to, uh, to Graham's it's a, it's an institution over there and get yourself pretty much anything there because it's all delicious. The, uh, the chocolate covered potato chips also fantastic. Uh, I am a fan myself of orange starburst, but the pink are my favorite. Those are my favorite ones. And I like Whoppers, too. All right. My wife is bothering me about this Wendy's uh, thing. Uh, she said, I have a loaded fries conundrum. Wendy's has both Baconator and Bacon Pub Fries. Which should I get? And are there better loaded cheese fries that I can get? Now, I don't know the difference. I think the difference is with the pub fries would be the pub cheese sauce. Yeah. Yes, I would, um, I would assume. And you would think to default to that. Yes. However... It could be a little much. Don't you think like if you're having already, you already have some sort of shredded cheese on there and you've got the bacon on there is pouring too much cheese on there going to, I don't know, maybe maybe overwhelm the rest of the dish. Uh, Jay, if you are actively looking for Baconator fries or bacon pub fries i think too much went out the window about three steps ago so <laughs> strong point by you <laughs> so i would i mean my initial thought was go for the bacon pub fries so that's what okay. i'm going for if i get if i get the the beer cheese along with some bacon there's no bad words there so yes that's what i'm gonna go for <laughs> look at russ Pub fries have the cheese sauce and cheddar with the bacon. Literally had it an hour ago. That's why <laughs> Russ Schneider, <laughs> that's why he's the greatest producer, and I'm Fat Podcast History. Right. But yes, thank you. Uh, and Rainbow Explosion says, I've never heard of the term too much cheese. Well, here's the thing, too. The beauty part is you're at Wendy's and her fries suck anyway, so you're not missing yes. out on like the fry taste. Maybe it's just burying the taste of their horrible, horrible French fries. Yeah, seriously. Or it just like breaks them down enough to where they become part of the cheese and they're actually more of just a thickening agent at that point <laughs> it's like a dough yeah, yeah. it's right. like it's like that crappy ingredient you got on chop that you have no idea what to do with it's like uh throw it in the sauce yeah sure that's, yeah that's great uh yes that will do fine yes yeah, sauce it up <laughs> oh let's see okay uh rainbow explosion and if you could create or bring back any doritos flavor what would it be he said the black pepper jack was the number one for him. Hmm. I, f I feel like, and since Hope is here and she's watching, my wife Hope is on the chat, maybe she can remind me, but I've always been kind of a traditionalist when it comes to Doritos. I'm the same. If I'm not getting the regular nacho cheese, I'm getting the Cool Ranch. And isn't there one, like, what's the one they still sell in, like, the old school bag? Is that just the packaging, or is it a different kind of chip? I thought it was different packaging yeah but like i'm it's not just a, a retro packaging right if i can bring anything back you know what i want the doritos 3ds that's what i want i don't remember those i remember them but what was the taste oh it was just the same damn thing but it was essentially just it was a little lighter because it was thinner and it was puffed out to where it was you know just the triangles were it was a 3d shape Oh, that's so exciting. that was I think that was when I was in like element like latter elementary school, maybe middle school, something like that. So okay. I remember being like, OK, and then it came in like its own. It was like a plastic container instead of just like a bag. So it was totally it was totally different, even though it's the exact okay. same thing. 
All right. Uh, everyone's saying the uh, old school bag is taco flavor. Mm-hmm. All right. So if I see those, I'm going to try those. Uh, definitely. I'm going to try those. Okay. That sounds good. Um, let's see. I got to pull my questions up here. This I like, from- by the way, I like that Hope res- responded correct. You do like the spicy nacho. <laughs> like, re- Isn't that the standard? Well, yeah, but just the fact that she's replying, yes, I know that you like this. The fact that you're getting the confirmation. You have your second source. You can confirm it. I've had several head injuries. Um, All right, this one from Jason. He says, should Fritos make flavored scoops? It seems like it would be a goldmine. Scoops are better than flavored Fritos, are better than regular Fritos. Plus, you can scoop dip with with your favored scoop then. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a great idea. Chili cheese Frito scoops. Yes. Sign me up. That was exactly what I was thinking of when you started saying that. And what's yeah. nice about that is if you're the kind of person that likes sour cream and onion dip mm-hmm. or whatever, taking a Frito, a chili cheese Frito chip and dipping it in that, that's really good. That yes. cuts out a lot of the work, too, if you're trying to make like a three layer dip. The flavor's already there in a chip. And this is where. Our invention, TM, of our Cool Ranch Dorito seasoning can come in. I'm here for it. You can put that in the, you know, whatever you're dipping it in. Sprinkle that on there. Then you use a chili cheese Frito scoop. Oh, man. Oh, we're going places places with this podcast, damn it. All right. We need more questions in the chat. So if you have anything, throw it into the chat because it's funny. that That was the other question that I wrote down. So, oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Well, I got a couple others here from the Facebook page we can get to go for um, while we're waiting. So Kyle air quotes Sherman Nelson says, what would come in the I'm fat podcast McDonald's meal and how much would it cost? Lots of nuggets. So it would probably be it would have to start with a 20 piece nugget. Yeah, is an app. Yeah, exactly. So if that's (laughs) if that's your app, then. What are we got to throw a couple burgers in there? Yeah, I'm oh. doing. Yeah, uh, the McDouble because mm-hmm. it's on a dollar menu, so it's healthy. True. Um, and then you can't have McDonald's without the fries. Right. Well, yeah, a, la- a large fry. Yeah. yeah. So, so that and then a large drink and a Sunday with extra hot fudge. Of course. And what are we selling it for? Like, what's the price of this thing? Well, because it's so much food, mm-hmm. six ninety nine. Fair enough. <laughs> It's McDonald's food. Yes. It's a, <laughs> come on. So, all right. So, we just are we doing spicy nugs or regular? Ooh. Do we half and half it? Ooh, that's interesting. See, that's yes. how it could be branded for us. Exactly. Because somehow dipping uh, a fry in barbecue sauce makes it mm-hmm. the, what's it called, meal? Travis Scott meal. Yes. Which okay. I've been doing for years. So And, and who's get the new, other guy? Get a new bit, Travis Scott. Yeah, quit stealing Campy's bits. Who's the other guy who just had a menu item? Some I'm old uh, and I don't know who these people are. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. I've uh, so a couple nights ago the Billboard Music Awards were on, and like I was flipping between that and the baseball games because you know baseball still takes forever. And yes, it does. And I was seeing people up there, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, this person. Okay, uh, I don't know. Yeah, oh. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I don't. I'm the youths are beyond me at this point. Um, got a question here from Russ. He says, "Did you guys hear about all of Anthony Heron's eating challenges? Is he a fat? Anthony's not a fat, not at all. No, However, he might, 
he can eat a lot because he also works out and, you know, outside of those challenges tries to stay in shape. And yeah. more, <laughs> wow, I want more PC than you on that. Let's go. <laughs> so I want that mic. <laughs> if you're on hot mic, you just got a gem from Jay and maybe a visual you never wanted. I'm in shape too. It's just round. Yeah, exactly. Not quite just like different shape. Yeah. So, but the thing is, Ant has like, especially when he was playing football, he needed just all the calories he could handle. So, and the thing is for him too, is football player, short bursts. He's a guy that's better with those time challenges. I've always said I am more of, I'm closer in the Kenyan realm when it comes to food challenges of (laughs) give me something where it's like more food over a longer period of time. And I'll have a better chance of success at that than eat whatever this is in 20 minutes or a half hour. Okay. So Russ rephrases, is he an honorary fat? I mean, uh, possibly winning a food challenge, I guess, gets you there. Um, it at the least workout it, thing. It, it gets you an, it gets you an interview to possibly be <laughs> an honorary fat. I mean, this is a distinction we don't take lightly because quite frankly, we don't take anything lightly. No, I really like Anthony though. So he's, he's on the fast track to fatness and look someday we all end up fat, right? You'll be here eventually. All right. I got one here from Kyle. He says, what generic items are better than the real thing? Campy may agree with his love of fruit snacks. Generic fruit snacks are typically way better than the name brand. Mm-hmm. There's, well, yeah, the fruit snacks are the given in that mm-hmm. regard. I'm trying to think of, oh, aren't there, I wish I remember, I think it's like the Aldi brand, like, isn't Aldi brand like tortilla chips? are fantastic yeah like their doritos are really good mm-hmm. i don't know if they're better but they're comparable yeah that's they're really good that's probably about as close as i can get i'm trying to think of anything else but uh everything else is some form of brand name unless oh um oh i don't know if this counts because it's not necessarily a, i don't know that it's a store brand but the um uh mariano's pizza rolls Oh, yeah, Kroger brand. You're a Kroger brand, yeah. That counts. That's a generic, for sure. Uh, Good call on that. I haven't been to Mariano's in a while. Uh, I got to get back there just for those pizza rolls. Um, And I'll say all these fudge stripe cookies are as good as Keebler. I don't know if they're better, but they're as good. Yep. All right, I've got one more question here. It is a pick one of three here from Robert. Cheez-Its, cheese nips, or goldfish? Now, you can get the goldfish out of here. Yeah. That's to appease the child in the backseat of the car. All right. They're fine. They're not cheesy enough. They're a little bit dry. Mm-hmm. So we're talking Cheez-Its or cheese nips. You got a thought? I'm going Cheez-Its. That's, Me too. Yeah. Because I think they're versatile enough. Also, an underrated thing to do with a Cheez-It is because it's got the little bit of salt too, is put them in your mouth, take a sip of pop, something carb or something carbonated. Okay. And then kind of let it <laughs> marinate in your mouth for a second and what? then eat it. No. Yes. Why? I don't what know. What soda goes well with cheese? A cola. Okay. I'm partial to it. RC, but you know, that's just me. Uh, but quite literally. Uh, but no, like I, I, I don't know when I was like, when I discovered this, 
But I think it was like one of those where like one hand had the cheese, it's the other hand had the pop, and I just kind of went boom, boom. And I was like, hmm, hmm, mm. okay. Swish it around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like that. I like where your head's at. Oh. I'm going with, I'm going with cheese, it's too, because of the many varieties. Tim just put something disturbing into the chat. At least this is disturbing to me. Bacon wrapped Oreos, yay or nay? Hmm. I'm going full nay. Is that is that how they're prepared? It's just you take it. It's a, literally an Oreo with a with bacon wrapped around it. I would need more done. It had to be fried, or there'd have to be some other elements. Yeah, maybe if it was because I'm not seeing how it works. Yeah, yeah, I I saw a picture of this. I think I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, no. it's just unnecessary. Yeah, what the Oreo is great. I'll just eat Oreos and bacon at the same ba- time. And exactly, call it a day. bacon is yeah. great. Yeah. Why is this necessary? Who is uh? Damn it! Someone was just telling me about this. Hope was telling me about. It. Someone had a really bad take that breakfast is overrated. Oh, uh, uh, it was Jordan. I, Jordan Malley. I was talking about this with Joe last night on his show. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Yes, Hope was telling me about this. Uh, and I, you know, overrated is the wrong word for it. It's too much work. Because to have a good breakfast, you have to have bacon, and there's no good, easy way to make good bacon. You can go buy that, like, pre-cooked crap. My dad has that stuff. It's like shelf-stable bacon. No, Mm. I'm not eating that. I need it to be hot and greasy, and I want to burn myself with it. But (laughs) it takes 25 minutes to make bacon. And who has time in the morning? You sleep till the last possible minute before you're going to be late for work. (laughs) That's it. I don't have time for that crap in the morning. Last week, Hope made, like, ton of bacon mm-hmm. and just threw it in a ziploc bag in our fridge so all week i was able to go and take two pieces and just warm up that was great that's nice. got to be the new plan going forward yeah like that's what i was trying to explain to joe yesterday because i was telling joe i'm like i don't eat breakfast i'm like i think jordan's assertion is completely wrong and ridiculous but you know that i'm not the biggest uh, not. breakfast person however yeah. it's more like you said out of convenience than anything else i will have my bowl of what is it cinnamon uh cinnamon toast squares or whatever the the aldi brand cinnamon toast crunches in the morning spicy crunchy bread bits yeah or so or something like that that i i'll have uh i'll have string cheese i'll have string cheese in the morning because it's quick and then i can just go right out the door but that's pretty much it like because during and also because like i've said many times on the podcast i am incompetent when it comes to cooking a guy just a damn thing so yeah. I'm pretty worthless for, for anything that requires more than pouring into a bowl, putting into a toaster, putting into a microwave or no, it's pretty much it. Yeah. I've been having pretty much every day of the quarantine cinnamon raisin bread, be it Pepperidge Farm or um, uh, Sunmade or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever is the cheapest I buy. And I have three slices of that every morning and that's my breakfast every day. So it's a little boring. I will say, though, there is a breakfast burrito at Starbucks that's delicious. They call it like the sausage breakfast wrap. It's a breakfast burrito. It's good. It's big. It's full of meat. All right. One more question before we wrap things up from Rainbow Explosion. Who's the athlete that look like he's that looks like he's just going to let himself go after retirement? For me, it's either Matt Stafford or Sam Darnold. They just look like they're going to be fat. That's picking on fat face. However, that is you're not wrong. Face. Yeah, no, yeah. Matt Stafford, one hundred percent, is going to be that guy. Uh, he's guy, already kind of doughy. 
Yeah, a little bit. Like he's he's always had the face, and I think early in his career, and this may not be fair, but I thought I heard like early in his career that might have been a bit of like college boozing, just like you know all of us inflate a little bit in college just from drinking yeah. so much. So right. I think I think that was part of it, but now he's made up for it with life. So <laughs> I'm a little disappointed, by the way. I very much expected Jake Hutler to be a fat goon by now. Yeah, and he's the opposite. And he's merely a goon. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, I thought he would chunk up. Carmelo Anthony, because he's kind of bordered on it anyway. Like, he's never been, like, fully, like, six-pack or anything like that. So I think once he's done done, he is going to maybe not right away because, you know, he's still got his friends that he's got to maintain some appearances for. But once you get that banana boat crew a little bit away from the game, <laughs> Carmelo's going to turn into the boat part of the banana boat crew. Well, you know, and thinking about Cutler, maybe he knew, you know, you don't, he maybe had some indication that things with him and Kristen were not going great. So maybe he was like, I better keep the weight off for a while in case I get single again, which he is. And uh, I don't know. I just always felt like as soon as he was done playing football, he was going to have like big belly hanging out the under, the bottom side of his T-shirt, like Winnie the Pooh style. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, again, he'll get there. Philip Rivers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's going to be sitting on his rocker on his farm with his 15 kids running around. He's going to have he's going to have whiskey. He's going to be talking crap to all of them while they're playing sports, even though he's not even participating at this point. That's one. How many actual kids does he have? It's either eight or nine. That's too many. Yes, that's too many. I wanted two. Uh, we have one and I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> that's enough. You're like adding another kid to this mix. It'd be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> no, no especially no, no. especially at this point where oh. you're, you're just no. Like, that's why no I, I feel like, and mind you, as someone with no kids myself, I feel like you've got to lock that into, if not like every other year, you got to be within a like five yeah. to seven year range of having your kids. Otherwise, you, well, one, you're going to hate yourself for those for those years, <laughs> as, at least that, you know, first decade where everybody's young and, and you know, they're running into things and screaming, but uh yeah, when they gets older and you try and then like have another one after having like five kids in seven years or something, or that doesn't yeah. even make a whole lot of sense. Hopefully there's like a twins in there or something. But yeah, that doesn't seem great. Nah, you know, I'm of two minds of it too. Like there could be a benefit. And had we had Addie, I, I was 33 when we had Addie. So if I was like 25 when we had Addie, right? And then she grows up to be 10. Then I have another kid. Mm-hmm. I've got like the built-in babysitter. You avoid the like hostility years between the close siblings. But yeah. then Addie's 10 now. We're getting to the point where Hope and I are almost able to leave the house without her. Like we can go to the grocery store now and again or whatever. But in two or three years, we'll be able to just leave her home alone. I don't want to push the reset button on that either. So I don't know. I'm of two minds on it. I don't know. That's interesting. Cause good like, for one. Thank well, you. And it's and it's like interesting for me because like I have there was me and then my brother Casey is like four years younger than me. So we never like overlapped in high school. Like in terms of school years, we were five apart because his birthday was kind of like in that weird middle range. Uh, mm. And then my brother Shane is 13 years younger than me. So that was a little weird because like I was in eighth grade when he was born. Yeah. So, but you, you guys have a cool relationship. That oh, way. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It's like, 
Yeah, it's it's inter- it's interesting like the different relationships I have with both of them and then mm-hmm. like how the different relationship Shane has with like Casey versus me. Cuz right. it's still a 9 year difference for them. But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a different vibe when it's that big of a difference. Well, I'm good with one. I'm actually good with zero. Um but it's <laughs> I, that's not an option right now, so well, then it's also a good thing that uh, your daughter's not listening at the moment. So Yeah, no, she's in school or something. So anyway, something. I think we've exhausted our questions. I think so. I uh, want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Hot Mic edition of the I'm Fat podcast. If you're listening traditionally, thank you. This will be posted. Mm-hmm. If you're with us on Hot Mic, it'll be posted on Monday. So you can check out the episode there. Thanks to everybody who hit up the tip jar. If you'd like to do that, it's not too late. Tip jar right there on the screen. Uh, to thank me and Rick for our time. No big deal. You can also help us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash I'm fat pod. And don't forget to join Squatch Nation with that promo code I'm fat 20 to save 20% on your order at drsquatch.com. T-Public. T-Public. Yeah, T-Public shop. There's a big sale going on site wide. But we ask you, if you're going to go on T-Public and buy some stuff, use our unique link. It's in our bio, in our link tree bio. It'll take you right to our specific link. And what's great, I just learned this, Rick, the other day. If people use our link and then they go buy something from another shop, okay. we still get a cut of that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. So just if you're ever going to T Public, even if you don't want an I'm Fat Podcast shirt, use our link and go shop around because uh, it helps us out big time. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will talk to you next time on the I'm Fat Podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. <laughs>